0: Empire. The last dance in a new era.
1: I think, you know, while NIL has unlocked, while these, while these guys are in college now, coming to a place like Duke was always an incredible opportunity to build a brand, to understand how that all works
0: that's david bradley creative director for duke basketball who is navigating a historic final season for a timeless coach and the new world of modern engagement this is the future sport podcast i'm bram weinstein duke completed its final home game in the career of college basketball's all-time winningest coach mike Krzyzewski. They're now embarking on their final Coach K-led NCAA tournament. His perspective on how times have changed over his 42 years in Durham, that would be fascinating. In a world of NIL transfer portals, new forms of engagement for the brand, players, etc., David Bradley is charged with growing and controlling all of it with Hoop's biggest collegiate brand. Our guest this week is David Bradley. He is the basketball creative director for Duke, which is dealing with a ton of different assets in a very different landscape with athletes and brands. And as we get set for March Madness, we wanted to catch up with David and see how the biggest brand in college basketball is navigating all of it. Hey, David, how are you?
1: Hey, good, good. Uh, Thanks for having me on. You know, you told me
0: uh, off air that you've been with Duke and the basketball program for 17 years now. Um, I can only imagine the last couple of years have really kind of changed everything. Can, can you take me through with rule changes with an NIL and all the other things that are happening with college basketball, as you look to extend the brand of Duke basketball, how you kind of give us a broad view of what's been going on.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I've said to you know some other folks who have sort of asked the same thing. We've had more change really since July than we've had in, you know, my other, what, 15 or 16 years combined. So it's, it's been a lot of process, a lot to take in. It, it's been, you know, as far as you know, in the world that, that, that I live in, uh, it, it's been really, a, in a lot of respects, a total change. Uh, but that said, I think you know, there's some fundamental aspects to everything, um, you know, that, that, that haven't fully changed or that, you know, we we're already positioned well on. Um, to help to help um, you know, help our athletes, our players navigate this uh, this new era. I mean, I think you know, for us, we, we've always been in tune with you know the importance of of, of, of an athlete's brand you know, of our program's brand. So um, that's that's sort of been been my career here. I've been positioned uh, since you know, like you mentioned, since like 2005, really to to help support and and lead. Duke men's basketball brand and that's, that's been different. There's been so many different components to that, right? When I start out like dating myself, but, but social media isn't, isn't a thing. And then, uh, and I'm making a, 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 i am making ai inherit sort of like a recruiting newsletter, which becomes a full color magazine, which becomes a website, which becomes, you know, social media. And and then, and then ultimately building out sort of a, a, a creative team within our program. So I started out as a one man band and now, um, you know, we have uh, a social media hub right next to the court here in Cameron Indoor. We have two other full-time videographers that, that that support us, that that work under me with me uh, to to make sure that, that you know Duke men's basketball uh, is at the head of the curve with all this. And uh, and and I think and I think because of, of my position and really the credit goes to Coach K and our coaches. You know, they saw the value in it. They saw where this thing could be. Uh so now you know, now when everything has changed, I think, you know, we're we're in this there's, there's certainly some tweaks that we may we may make, but we're well positioned to to help uh to help you know to, to help serve the the increased challenges and needs of, of the athlete. I've seen um you know in especially in recent years, uh you know, even before NIL changes came into play, but it's certainly since where um you know what we do uh, is of more importance to them. Uh, they were always interested in it, but now you have their complete attention. That starts on a recruiting visit and, no. uh, you we know, meet with them in July. We sit down with them. We try to educate them. So, um, there, there's much more to it now than just creating, you know, cool content for the Duke MVB channels. There are components to, you know, involving our athletes, educate, serve them on the, on the branding side, on the content side, and, uh, you know, make sure you want them to leverage or name them to likeness while they're here, but you also want to make sure they're building a foundation. You know, so where, where they leave here, not just that they're following and, and notoriety is growing, but their understanding, their awareness of, of the whole world, um, of this whole world is is much improved. And uh, you know, so we we enjoy doing that as much as anything.
0: So, what do you mean by that when you say you're helping them understand the awareness of the whole world? Can can you explain what you mean by that when you're telling the athletes about this?
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, these guys are all. I mean, you know, I, we, we're fortunate we get to meet with them when they come in on their official visit. So that's really the start of a relationship and. You know, the biggest I think the biggest reason for for my success and our success on the social media side is the access to the athletes the trust and, and the time we get with them we have the social media hub or right next to where they have their meals where they practice and so um, you know they get to know us starting on the recruiting visit and 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 through that through this process the relationship side um, you know we, we can become uh, you know not just a friend to them but sort of a maybe even like a sort of like a a brand coach and and, you know I think they while they understand that it's important you know like their understanding of it is these are high school kids with a lot of other things on their mind Um, they certainly understand the ins and outs of like how Instagram works how Snapchat works but then translating that up to how they can use their skills to kind of leverage those skills to position themselves as best as possible in this new era I think that's where we come in. So, you know, like I mentioned, uh, you know, July 1st or so is usually when you get the whole whole squad here for the next season. That's sort of when our, our like season starts. Um, so we we get like two hours a uh, two hours a week through all of summer sessions all of summer session, two that they're here, and I basically build a course out for them where you know we're teaching them the ins and outs of social media platform strategy, how to you know, how to network, how to like all these all the interests of NIL. And uh and those conversations are able to continue then uh you know as they go forward into the season. And so if they ever need us for anything, they have a question that comes up, someone's sliding in their DM, they you know, they're unsure, um, you know, they, they can come to us and uh you know we can help. And uh and I think they 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 wanna have it's important for them, more important for them than ever to to to, to maybe want to take advantage of us because there's so much opportunity there, right? Like the conversation we're having a conversation around brand, but what's brand, right? It's it's simply opportunity. Mm-hmm. It's it's opportunity for them in the short term and then the long term. So you know, it's, it's understanding all the ins and outs of that. Like, um I could talk about that for days, but right. Like it's understanding, um, you know, there's, there's so many, so many things that go into NIL now, whether tax, tax implications or, or, or understanding, you know, that the power of, of a deal or, or what a deal means to them, right? Like, Deals are great. You want them to, you know, to make a little money while they're here. That's what they want to do. But, but not every deal is a great deal. There's levels to it. Um, so, so all those different things, um, you know. And then, and then, and then, and then on the side, right? Like if they want to be trying to leverage this and make some deals. Well, they better be also, you know, sharing content and and, and making sure they're doing a good job. Uh, you know, we're, we're on I just on some on the content side, where it's not about a deal. It's just about uh, sharing themselves, you know, having some transparency, right? Cause ultimately social media for them is, is an amazing storefront window for, for the world to see who they are, for, for someone to want to have deal with them. And they're, on, they're on TV playing pretty fast. Well, but you know, their own social media channels are super, obviously super critical. So helping them understand all that, um, and how to use, how to use it well, uh, you know, is more important than ever.
0: You had mentioned earlier that you felt like Duke was prepared for all of these changes In what ways were you all preparing for what eventually was the rule changes with NIL?
1: Yeah, for sure. I think, I think, you know, while NIL has unlocked, while these, while these guys are in college now coming to a place like Duke was always an incredible opportunity to build a brand, to understand how that all works. And, and, and so I think our coaches were in tune to that. But That's where I said, like, we had my position, which is really unique in college basketball. Like, no one in college basketball has my position and two videographers. So just the infrastructure, the resource, and then the social media, Like, we all had that before NIL hit. Yeah. By having that, like, we're able to, like, understand how to understand how to build a brand, you know, able to have the resources to, you know, to help, help players out. And frankly, it was always important for them. It was always relevant for them, to, to potentially go to a school like Duke and build their brand up, right? And, and whether they could make money on it in the year to four years that they were here, um, you know, that obviously wasn't allowed before, but it was still super important. It was, it was absolutely an incredibly uh, critical time for them, a foundational period in their life before NAL uh, to, to build their brand. Because unless you're Jason Tatum or, or Zion or maybe you know Kyrie, like coming to a place like Duke, that's your best, the most uh, impactful period of time in your life, but even before NAL, really good to know you for you to build your platform for you to kind of grow. And so we were already understanding that and doing that, you know, years back. And so I mean, now that the time is here, you know, we have the largest volume in college sports and we have this infrastructure, the resources here where we may need to make a tweak here or, or, you know, think about a new position there, some, some tweak responsibilities over here, but you know, 20,000 foot level, we got amazing buy-in from our coaches and, uh, and this infrastructure support where we can, you know, we can react more nimbly to, you know, some of the needs now that, that are, that are
0: popping up with NIL. And you guys are, are Duke. So I can only imagine that the last eight months, nine months, whatever it's been, the floodgates must've opened on you all. I mean, I assume you anticipated it, but still, I think the reality of it, what, what has that been like with brands and all sorts of opportunities, as you would put it, go directly to the athletes, go through you, go through the school, how have you all thought about navigating everything that's been going on?
1: yeah, I think first and foremost, you know for us it's important not to like rush into anything. I think you saw it was it was really cool actually, and you saw whether well, there was companies out there trying to support and make a splash. Everyone was happy that there are these opportunities now that didn't exist, but at the same time, the you know, NCA made it a little bit difficult where we didn't know what the rules were even going to be until maybe a few days before July 1st, if that. So then it's like, okay, like this is a huge seismic change. This is a bigger change than anything we've seen in 15 years for me personally. So what does this really mean? Like, how is this going to play out? And so I think mean, we didn't necessarily want to, like, rush into trying to, you know, do this or that before we really understood the rules. We want to make sure we're following the rules. And, uh, you know, and then also, you know, working hand in hand, talking to our players and, and the folks around them too, where, we can kind of see how they're seeing this because, you know, we can help them, but certainly, you know, one thing that I've always been aware of is that I can learn as much from a, of a, from a player or a student intern or whatever as they can from me. So it's having these convos, having our heads on a swivel to really even see what everyone's thinking about this. And it's like, okay, now we're, we're starting to kind of see um, what this looks like, you know, and, and then uh, this, and, and, and all that said, it's like, well, we already had 17 other roles and responsibilities. This is like a whole new world that's being laid on top of everything else. So it's it's figuring out what we have time for, what's most important, what's most important to our players, um, and that's ongoing. I wouldn't say anyone has it all figured out, but it certainly led to you know many conversations in this space, um, conversations with folks at other schools, conversations with uh, you know different different entities out there for sure. People that are interested in working with our players. And then figuring out, you know, what role is appropriate and, and legal for someone like myself or whoever to yeah. have um as far as navigating and, and dealing with these deals because we're not we're not allowed or we're not trying to be the middleman negotiating. Um so it's understanding, you know, where we fit into all that and uh you know, and then kinda of going forward from there and, and not necessarily rushing into anything. Um because uh you know it's all it's all very new. And, uh, you know, I've seen, like, you seen, seen our players in every player. What's complicated, I think, in the college athletic space, I mean, even even within our team, and this is, you know, this is Duke men's basketball. You can zoom out of Duke men's basketball and look at every Duke athlete. You can zoom out of Duke athletics and you look at the AC. zoom out of the ACC. Obviously, you can keep zooming out, and every student athlete, it, you know, it, it affects them differently. They all have different goals, they all have different potentials. And so it's figuring out also um, you know, how, how you can serve all of them well, because you, you want, you want all of them to to leverage this however they can. And so, you know, a guy like Paulo Moncaro is gonna be maybe the top three pick in the NBA draft. He's certainly gonna have more opportunities than Joey Baker, who um is, you know, a, a role player for us, but still a guy that has great opportunity. Um, you know, you want both those guys to feel like we're serving them well and uh and they're they're having a great opportunity, great experience here. So it's kind of figuring all that out and then uh
0: Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Guys, if you're looking for that extra confidence when it's time to have a little bit of fun, let me tell you about bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service. It delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but it comes in chewable form and it's at a fraction of the cost. Blue Chew's tablets will help you combat all forms of ED Plus, it's an online prescription service, no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, no waiting in line at the pharmacy, and it ships right to your door in a discreet package. The process is really simple. Sign up at Bluechew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you are approved, you'll receive your prescription within days, and the best part, all done online. Luchu's licensed medical providers are going to work with you to find the right ingredient and the strength for your personal subscription. Plus, their tablets are made in the United States. They prepare, they ship direct... And it's so much cheaper than going through a pharmacy. And here's a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code future, F-U-T-R, at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code future, F-U-T-R, to receive your first month free. And we thank Blue Chew for being a sponsor of this show. And there are still rules. I mean, you can't advertise anything and... I imagine that there's been an educational process there too, right? I mean, there, there are, as you yeah, put I it mean, too, there's rules on absolutely. your end as well for what you can do here.
1: Right. There's certainly, there's challenges for us to figure out. There are rules that our players have to certainly abide by. Um, a, a big one, of course, has been navigating licensing and uh, and the use of logos and marks. Yeah, it has been a few deals that we've seen where uh, maybe, like, like Trevor Keels, for example, got a recent deal with Therabody. Well, Fairbody was also partnering with Duke Athletics, which made it easier. So then, but then there's a lot of conversation around, um, you know, around what what Trevor's going to do, what the what the university's going to do, how is going to show up in Cameron Indoor, uh, as far as advertising and all that. So, you know, there are deals like that, and then there are that's a pretty big, you know, pretty big deal. Um, you know, but then there's there can be really small deals where guy wants to make a uh, hundred bucks here, 200 bucks there, uh, where it's not a big company like the Fairbody, And then, you know, to making sure that, 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 those deals are done right and the right people are aware and all that. So, um, and, and, you know, like I said, I think even just understanding, um, you know, what, what goes into one of these deals, you know, you got to make sure if you're a student athlete that you can fulfill it, that it's, that it's right for you. Not every deal is a great deal. You know, if you're a guy like Paulo and you want to maybe work with a big dog like a Nike someday, and, and some guy from your hometown, not saying this happened, but some guy from his hometown might slide at the end, like, yo, rep, rep my apparel. Yeah. I'll pay you this, this, and this. It may or may not be uh, an amazing deal for P. Furthermore, just like me and, and my staff have all these other responsibilities, this is something new that's just added on to our place. It's the same for our players, right? Like, at the end of the day, they also have to make the main thing, the main thing, take care of business on the court. You know, they want to be students. They got academic work that they have to handle. They want to be social. They're college kids. Yeah. So there's only so many hours in the day. And, uh, and if you're only focused on this and you're not eating right and sleeping right and practicing and getting in the gym extra, you know, then, then it's sort of a non-starter, the NIL side. So um, there's so much that, that that's another part of it is this, you know, kind of educational process around time management and understanding all that because, that's as important as anything.
0: Yeah. Um, one of the partnerships that we wanted to focus on just for a moment here is with the group air, which is a creative workspace that you guys are working with to help, um, deal with all of these things and build their brand. Can, can you tell us a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, content, content is king and all these, and all these athletes are sort of their own brand. I mean, when I sit down with them, um, you know, I tell like the start conversation starters, basically they're, they're sort of the CEO of their own brand and then go through what a brand is and how it impacts them and all that. Um, and, and, in in their world and in most of our world, you know, you, you can't be a successful brand without, you know, without having a great presence on social media and not being organized with, with content. And so for us, um, you know, like I said, we've evolved for me as sort of this one man band on the content side or we have multiple folks involved in this process. And so if your digital assets aren't super organized, it's going to make it really hard, you know, because, because you know how, you know how it is where everything in this space, uh, you know, it's, it's changing 24 seven things happen. You don't expect. And, uh, you know, if you're not ready to move and react, if you don't have your digital assets organized, tagged, sortable, um, you know, then it's going to be difficult to keep up. So, Air has been a great solution for us. It's sort of like a Dropbox on steroids, with uh, some some some, uh, you know, some amazing um, you know some some amazing abilities to help us organize everything, communicate within our team, and uh, and sort of stay on top uh, uh, one one step ahead instead of three steps behind.
0: I mean, obviously, the way that the players play is going to ultimately matter for their career trajectory in the sport. But the more I'm having this conversation with you the more it feels like there are two things happening at the same time. And maybe that's been going on for a while, but it feels different right now that building the brand and the amount of points and rebounds you get are almost working side by side with one another. And I don't know that they're at the same level of importance, but it's feeling like it's heading that way. Does it feel that way to you?
1: Absolutely. I think, I think uh, that's a good point. Um, You know, certainly uh, like Paulo, a guy like Paulo, if, if he if he drops, I'm not saying dropping in a, in a negative way, but if he's the third pick versus the tenth pick versus the twentieth pick, of course every every pick is money.
0: A lot of money. Yes, a lot of money. A lot of money. Yes.
1: More more money than than he's going to get in an NIL deal That's right. At Duke, he's going to make more money than probably anyone in, in college basketball and among the probably the top in all of college sports. He's he's doing well and even 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 turning down stuff. But um, you know, on, on the flip side, it's it, you know it's become with NIL in particular, but always, right. It's a competitive space. How do you stand out? Um, You know, going to a place like Duke and being on TV helps, but um, you know, you gotta, you gotta think bigger than that and do more. And so uh, making sure that these guys are showing personality, kind of sharing themselves with the world. um, If they're not doing that, they're going to be, they're going to fall behind. I've seen, you know, to your point, it's been awesome for, for us, you know, to see the progression, right. Like, you know, Four or five years ago, I'd say maybe I thought it would have been wise for me to meet with these recruits when they come in. And but but we might be at the end of the list of like uh, uh, you know these kids only have so many hours they can come in, and they got to meet with the performance team, and they got other academic meetings, all that, of course. Um, so we would meet with them some, and that's become you know as important of a of a meeting. And in addition to the official visit itinerary, there's anything where they sit down with me for uh. 30 to 45 minutes in our team. And to see that that their interest level, there was always an interest level. You know, once we started this, like I said, four or five years ago, um, there's always an interest. But now it's like an edge of your seat, locked in interest where they're, you know, in tune to me as much as they would be when you know, they get to meet, like, a Coach K or whatever, like, this stuff, like, to see it, see it resonate, and to see it come full circle, I'm like, it makes me feel good. It makes our team feel um, amazing. So um, it sort of, in, in some ways, maybe validates, uh, so, you know, some of the work we, we've done. Um, and I think, you know, and, and also, like like I mentioned earlier, being in a position like we are now, it's it's, it's a result of, like, multiple years uh, where, it's, where it's led to this, where, um, again, there's always an interest, it's always important, but everyone else has seen it now. I think maybe maybe we saw it and we hoped that others would see it. And, yeah. and it wasn't important. And now it's like, okay, we kind of have everyone's attention. We better take advantage of this, of this moment in time and then keep growing and, and improving.
0: Um, two topics that I'll let you go. And um, so uh, you're doing all this work with the team and the school and the athletes. Um, are some of the other people from the apparel companies, if I remember right, I think you guys are in Nike school, are, are they coming in and trying to support all of this with brand awareness and help with brand? Are, are you guys at that point, or are you not there yet with groups like that?
1: Um, I wouldn't say it's quite there. I mean, I, am sure some of the, you know, some of the big apparel companies are, are, uh, are, are aware of, of, of the change and you've seen maybe others trying to get, get really involved. But at the same, same time, I mean, Nike, we're Nike school. So Nike served, uh, has served us extremely well. They got to cover not just all of our sports here, but, but all the other schools across the country that they have deals with. So um, I, I would say, you know, I, I don't know exactly how what their game plan is, but I would say, you know, maybe they're operating more on athlete-by-athlete athlete basis uh, and not necessarily like, oh, let's make sure that, you know, Duke's great, Michigan State's covered, and we're going to send in staff here and there. I think, you know, they probably trust the staff here and there. And then if there's, an athlete or two along the way at any sport, at any school that they might be interested in building a relationship with, they might, you know, they might try to pursue that on their own. Um, you know, and then of course you got to make sure um, that, that all those convos fit within whatever deals the school may have. You I know, mean, we're a Nike school, so you get into the, you know, you could get into a challenge of what happens when apparel company X offers a deal to an athlete who plays for a school that uses apparel yeah. company Y on court. And I think it's been it's sort of like the NBA, right? Like if, if the school is wearing Nike on court, um, everyone's going to wear Nike on court on their feet. But if, if a kid wants to have an apparel deal and, and, uh, you know, and rock a, any apparel company off court, um, you know, lifestyle wise or whatever, he, he's force welcome to do that stuff. Um, certainly apparel has been a big, a big player merch, uh, has been a, has been a, one of the big uh, splashy moves that you know you've seen a lot of athletes make for sure, but it's, I haven't seen any issues. It's gone pretty well.
0: All right, last thing for you. Um, we're almost at March as we're taping this, and this is the last go with Mike okay, Could you just kind of give me a general feeling in Duke about this kind of last dance with this legendary coach?
1: Yeah, it's been uh, certainly been an emotional year. I think. I think it's been awesome overall, you know coach for him to decide how we did you know none of us knew when when the decision was going to be made. and I thought I was somewhat surprised, I thought he might have a few more years in him, but um you know once the decision was made, the process that that we've had here has been has been great. I think you know we we all wondered how this was going to look and and for him to you know appoint John Shire, our recruiting's been great. And he's been able for these past however many months since it was announced, um, he's been able to, I think, really enjoy everything. We've got a great team. I mean, he's obviously, you know, top 10 team, great talent. But it's a good group of guys to be around. So I think for him to have one more season, uh, just where he can focus on, on coaching, relationship build, win some games here and there, he's not having to recruit, and uh, recruiting's on well. It's been good for him. Big win at our rival, you know, UNC. I think, but in the last few weeks, it's kind of hit 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 a little bit closer. You start to yeah. really feel it. Felt more normal. You know, we've, we certainly tried to have some different content plays along the way, and certainly trying to tell some of those stories and 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 review his legacy a bit. And we're going to do that more and more as we go. But also just trying to enjoy, you know, just the days with him, one last season. So it's been great. Uh, it's been it's been awesome to, to, although it's been sad. It's been it's been great to see him got to be able to go out how he should go out. And obviously hopefully <laughs> just this, this, this chapter, yeah. there's a few more chapters here to go. I hope that they're, hope they're good ones, but uh, it's been awesome for him. And then, um, and then, he, you know, for him to, to be still just to be around, it's he'll be, uh, he'll still have his office here, uh, in the sixth floor of his building. And I'm in now, so everything's been, uh, been amazing. So you just got to hope these last few weeks, uh, filled with a few more wins here for me.
0: David Bradley is the creative director for Duke's basketball program. Thank you so much for joining us.
1: Of course, yeah, anytime. Thanks for having me.
0: On the next Future Sport Podcast, back into the NFT explosion.
1: If you're participating and you're owning these NFTs, you, know, you have a chance to win great seats at the mm-hmm. final. You have a chance to get a piece of memorabilia. You have a chance to... Um, get some uh, hyper-specific, you know, very, very rare NFTs in the future, as well as merchandise, coupons, special experiences.
0: That's Todd Cooper, CEO and co-founder of Nuwarka Labs, as we navigate the growing marketplaces around digital collectibles and experiences. That will do it for this episode. As always, the future is now. This is the Future Sport Podcast. I'm Bram Weinstein.